two, one, two. Gonna get a one and a two. One, two, one, two. One, two, three, four. I can't really hear myself. Yeah, I guess I can. Can you turn me up? Number two in the house. Yeah, that's a little louder. A little too loud. Got that right there, Don. Perfect. Perfect. You got the run show for this? I do. Flow day, Tuesday, April 18th. It is Sunday evening. 9.45. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you are already talking about with family and friends. We have conversations about current events, pop culture, uh, uh, trends and social media, things in the headlines and the news, plus often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. But my countdown to episode 356 of Cadillac Jack, my second act. That is a lot of episodes. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, so this is a big weekend here in the house. We um, had Charlotte's junior prom, 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 prom. And um, I kind of got this way last year, you know, with Olivia going to school. I'm like, it's just these big milestones, you know? And she was always known in our family as Baby Char. Right. Even people who are friends with us call her Baby Char. And I cannot tell you how many kind and sweet comments I got from people we posted. I posted a couple of pictures and they were like, this cannot be the same child. This cannot be your youngest. You guys, youngest. How can this be? And we used to pick her up at uh, Pinecrest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Catholic school. And uh, coming every afternoon, go to racetrack, and she'd go to Swirl World and beg for a yogurt with some uh, a topping on top. Yeah, it just it carpool. goes. Remember how far back carpool goes now? It's, it goes. It's so. It just goes so fast. It goes so 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 fast. And um, you know, it's um, it just it's like bittersweet. But she looked gorgeous. She did. And you know, Charlotte is one of those who um. She's funny because like, you know, last year she got her hair done and her and I said, do you want to get all that done? She said, no, I don't want to spend the money. And I'm like, okay, she's like so frugal. You know what I mean? Well, on some things, not on like Chick-fil-A and Starbucks, but on like certain things. Um, but she did her own hair. She did everything. She, you know, it was, it was amazing. So she, and she looked just gorgeous. So um, a good time was had by all. We, um, the prom was actually downtown at an event space that you and I've done a couple of party things at. Right. In the past, um, it's Ventana's where they have a helicopter pad. And I like the fact that now some of these um, schools, and hers did it, where the dinner is there. So, you know, they did a big prom picture party with the entire group out in Centennial Park, which that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just prepare to duck and cover at any minute, you know, when you're in the city of Atlanta. It's just the way it is. It just is. I mean, if, if you, even if you don't live in the city of Atlanta, you have heard of you know, some of the things we've had going on. In it has, the middle of the day. It has calmed down a lot, I will say. But um, you just don't always feel safe. I got to be honest with you. It's true, though. It's true. Um, but it went well. And um, then they wa- they all walked down to the event facility. And they had dinner for them there. And I think it's great. They have all of, like, the seating arrangements set. And, you know, so they're all kind of together in one big room. And there's not, like, some party showing up at this time and some showing up at this time. And, 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 and so they get the fellowship in with the uh, – the communal dinner as well. And then they go and disperse. They stay at the prom for, oh, and 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and then, then where do they go after that? They go to the after parties at different really? houses. Okay. Yes. All right. So if, you, if you're a mom or a dad, does it not scare the shit out of you? Depends or should on, it not? Uh, well, it depends on which group you have. You know, hers was pretty pretty mild. Um, they played Mario Karts. Um, I love it. But, you know, no, I'm not, uh, I don't want to be that mom. I've said before, because you just don't know anymore what these kids are up to. 
And I've had a lot of conversations with people who, you know, the new thing right now um, for spring breaks when your kids are seniors is to take them all either to Jamaica or the Dominican Republic or Cancun because the drinking age is like 18 down there. And so these kids want to go and they want to have fun. And there's there's a lot of different schools of thought on this. Like some people are like, you know, instead of them going to 30A where they can drive and they're just out unfettered running the roads, you know, you're not going to be able to contain some of this as much as you think you can. Um, but at least at one of those resorts, they're contained, so to speak. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I hope next year that, you know, you don't want to send your kid with other parents, but I don't know that you want to be the person who's there with them all. Anyway, um, I have a funny story about prom. So I was talking to some of the kids at my store because they all go to different schools. And I have like, um, right now I have 11 um, high schoolers that I employ. And they were all- Those maybe that are new to the podcast. Yes. Uh, the, the store that you're referring to, the place where you work is? Honored Reserve. And it's a men's store. And um, it's over at Avalon, which is like 10 minutes from us here in Alpharetta, beautiful Alpharetta. And um, I started that when COVID came along and I was selling advertising and everything kind of shut down. I was selling for the arts and everything just shut down overnight. So I went and kind of started, as you say, a second act because I had never done retail before, right. not even in high school. And you kicked ass at it. You so, and you continue to do that every day. Thank you. So I have all of these high schoolers that work with me and they have all these different prompts. So one of them says to me, I said, I said, what's going on with, um, I said, who are you going to prom with? Because he's not in, he goes to a different school that's not kind of with a group of you know, the other ones. The majority of the workers that it, you employ. Yes. Okay. And he said, well, I don't know, Miss Donner. He said, what do you think about this story? And I thought, oh, I'm here for this. I mean, I lean in. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm like, well, just tell me. Let me, let me, let me just, you know, let me hear it. And he's like, well, I'm taking this girl. Anytime somebody says this girl, you know where this is going. And he's like, we dated when we were like in fifth grade. Now he's a junior. And he said, and then we didn't date because they go to kind of a smaller private school. And, you know, it's very difficult to date these people when you're at this teeny tiny school. And he said, so then we kind of started talking and um, she wanted me to ask her to prom. So he did this huge promposal, the whole thing, you know, ask her to go. And the day, okay, so prom was, his prom was Friday, okay? Friday morning. This girl calls him and says, I have some bad news. And he's like, okay. Her battery's dead. No. No. Her uncle, Gene, G-E-N-E, is close to passing. I said, passed or close to passing? He said, close to passing. His hospice mentioned. Well, I said, where does he live? And he said, locally, evidently. He I said, have you heard of Gene up until now? He said, I've never heard of this person in my life. Yeah. And I this said, is Friday before the Saturday prom. Thursday before the Friday prom. His prom was on Friday. I said, Did you ask what does Gene with the G have? And he said, No, ma'am. I just, and I said, Okay, well, what does this mean for us? And she said, Well, I'm not going to be able to go to the prom tomorrow. But here's where it gets interesting. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Hang on. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm here. But I can't go to the after party. Get out. I said, Why is, is, is Uncle Gene going to be okay after, after, 11 p.m.? I said, now hold on a minute. And I That's said, crazy. I said his name. I said, you are getting catfished. He goes, well, Miss Donna, in order to get catfished, you don't know who the person is. I said, just hear me out. I said, she is playing you. Yeah. Like, what is the deal though? He goes, but why wouldn't a girl want to go to prom? Like, why would she want to go to the after party, but not come to the prom? Well, I didn't have the heart to tell him. I just thought she, she didn't want to go with him. Right. 
And I said, well, are there a bunch of after parties? And he said, well, there's two big ones, and it's either the one I'm going to or the other one. So I texted him today on this Sunday, and I said, well, what happened with prom? He said, well, I went with my friends, and she showed up to the other after party. Mm, not even the one he was at. Uh-uh. And somebody said to her, one of his friends said to her, he plays lacrosse, that was at that party, said, well, what happened to Jean? I said, I wish he'd said, what happened to Gene with a G? And he said, yeah, he didn't. But anyways, what happened to Gene? You know what she said? I do not know. He's better. What does that mean? I have no idea. The moral of the story is I have two girls and a boy. Girls are sneaky as hell. Now, boys are a different kind of sneaky. Boys just don't tell you stuff. Girls are just sneaky as all crud. I mean, where does she pull Gene out? Some people do it, uh... Beautifully. But it's so rude. It's literally 24 hours. Agree. And he was like, well, and he was on a party bus and he said, you know, everybody else has dates and, you know, now I'm by myself. And she wanted him to ask her. And he did the whole proposal. He got his pictures. But the fun, it's not funny because I am a mom. But the I said, well, it's going to be okay. You're going to have fun. He goes, I know I will. He said, but you want to know the worst part? And I said, well, you got to go to prom by yourself. He said, no, the worst part is I got to go home and tell my mother. Because you know where that's going. Well, as a mother, tell me. Uh, get that little girl on, get oh, that little girl on the phone. She, right, but she's going to the prom. She's going, she's to, the going prom. to the prom. Yeah, I'll go sit with Jean over Daddy in hospice. will pick her up. She's going to the prom with you, whether she wants to go or not. And if her ass dares darkens the door at the after party, I've got questions. And she better have answers. Settle in for this next segment. May take a little while. As we go through corrections, apologies, and uh, updates. Why can't we get things right the first time? We miss a lot of things, and, and so much so that we have a, a, a bit devoted to it on this podcast that we page, occasionally pull out. And I forgot the name of it. What is it, Donna? Uh, we uh, make fun of ourselves. Well, it's just corrections. I mean, it's just corrections yes. to the day. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so would you like to begin? Well, okay. So, um, well, some of them are not corrections, actually. Some of them are just updates. Well, because said, no, no. I said it's apologies, updates. Okay. Did you? And, want, uh, what do you need to apologize for? Let's start uh, with you. Well, the shitty audio last episode. That's that's on me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I thought that I had a cord and I didn't. Just uh, we got a lot of microphones. We got a lot of equipment, and sometimes it just uh, you think you have the right cord. Do you understand the difference in the charging cords? What do you mean? Uh, like uh, this, in instance, you know, a cell phone charger. Yeah. Do you understand the difference in a block, a C charge, an A charge, a C to A charge? I know a block. I know a block charge. Okay. There's also like in my car, I don't have the. I call it the big thingy. The USB. No, I don't have the big part of it. I have the little one. It's little to little. Well, you occasionally will need a little to little. Yeah, I'd rather not have a little to little. Well, but here, well, here, here's the thing. You had one for 20 years. Here, here's the thing. It's, it's hard to keep up with all the chargers you must have in your life. No kidding. Think about it. Well, I get so sick of it. But then, and but the then you wind up buying money, them. You wind I, up buying them. I could retire 10 times over for all of the- The money that you've spent on chargers. Yes. Because you just bought one the day prior, but you can't find it or it was the wrong- Whatever, so you have to buy another one the next day. And, and these companies that produce mass produce these chargers, they know that. Well, I'll tell you another They're one. They're 19 bucks a piece. I, I told the guy the other day at CBS, because you know I love the CBS. I said, I need to open this. I need to take it to my car and make See sure because I had left my phone out there. Because sometimes you get the Android one right. and not the Apple one. Correct. And he goes, I can look at it and tell. I said, Let me tell you something. If it doesn't work, you're yeah. giving me my money back. Uh, yeah. And then some. Yeah. And then they have you ever had it come up where it says this is not an like an official charger or something? Yes. And then and then there's water in it or something. How does Apple know all this? Or it doesn't uh it doesn't doesn't connect to your 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 Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Oh yes, you that's know? annoying. And you gotta you gotta just jigger it. Much okay. as you can't 
That could be a whole podcast on Apple CarPlay. Olivia had to explain the whole thing to me. I don't. I still understand it. I have it. Okay. I, I don't understand. Like if your car, if your cord is plugged in, it reads it. It reads it. If not, you don't get it. But I said, but I can't. Why can't I Bluetooth it? She said because Apple CarPlay is not the same as Bluetooth. Yeah. But I don't understand I this. Mean. But then again, I do, did do you show have any up. Apps? Huh? Do you have any apps on your CarPlay? Apps. Yeah, like the same ones that you have. On, it mirrors your phone. Oh, does it? Okay. Oh my lord. Yeah, I'm slow. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I showed up for the wrong flight, and I still don't understand how I did that. I, there's just things well, in life I just, don't understand. I don't. Well, so what is that? What what don't you understand about air, air, flying in the air? I don't want to talk about this because it just behooves me. About yourself? Yeah, I just, the whole thing. I'm just, I think I got, I think I got catfished at the airport. Okay. Mm-hmm. The roofie too, I guess. Yes, all that. All right. So uh, what were you talking about? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, okay. So we're doing some updates. Oh, did you have anything else you wanted to apologize? Just in general? Like- um, no, 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 no. Okay. I apologize for the sound quality. We, we take great pride in the quality of the podcast. And I know that Appen works very hard. That too, the Appen Podcast Network, the, the Appen Brothers. And I, I clearly didn't hit a button or something last episode, so I apologize for that. But we I'm all- sorry. But we also... So um sorry. We also... Hey. It was very, like, it was very endearing. It was like a hometown talk. Okay. You know I, I, mean? I couldn't listen to it myself. What? No, I couldn't listen I'm an audio guy. I'm a sound guy. I just can't listen. All right. Well, anyways, so there's that. All right. So that's my update. And then um, I still this, have not heard from Ticketmaster. Oh, yes, I did want to get up. I have on not that. heard from Ticketmaster yet. That, that, they, I've been waiting for an investigator to call now for six weeks. How do you know that you haven't like gotten a credit or something? Well, because that's seen in my bank account, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, they're, they're stringing me along. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, interrupted again. Well, no. I mean, we need to know these things. People have been asking about. They want an update on your job. How's your new job? Uh, it's going very well. I love it. Uh, we have an announcement kind of tied to that coming up this episode. But you're working full time, and that this is the first time yes. you've worked full time in your entire life. I've never worked in an life. office before. Mm-hmm. I've never worked in an office before. And the biggest, the biggest challenge for me is the different person that the, you know the different personalities, the different types of people. Uh, because when when you're in radio and you go four or five hours a day, you may run into people in the hall, but you're not having to you know. It's not heavy lifting. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of interaction. Right. But th- if you work nine to five in a real job, you have to interact with people. I, didn't, I don't think I understood that part of it. Oh, my God. Especially like when, in car sales, huh? Oh, like so when people want to come and like they want to talk about their recipe or like what they had for dinner, you're just not into it. Uh, who's doing this? I'm saying, is this what you're talking about? Like chitter chatter around the place? What What's bothering you? Well, nothing's bothering me. Well, no, you said interacting with people. What well, is that? I mean, I'm just, I don't like people for the most part. You know, I mean, I'm, well, I'm jobs very, are peopley. I'm very much an introvert. Well, but my job has been peopley my entire life, but I've never actually had to look the peopley in the face. And, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, I do. They're, they're, in a, they're in your car. You're, you're in your car or you're at work or you're at the park here. It's ball practice with the kids, whatever. So I just, um, yeah, I, I really don't like people in general. Okay. Well, we're going to go into this in another episode. This is an entire episode. We need to just do some therapy blasting for you, some trauma bonding and okay. something, because there's just a lot unpacked there. Will you hold me? Um, your hand. Yes, I'll hold you. Um, okay. The other thing, though, and I just have to say this, and you get so mad. But if I say like something like, and it's not even like, like I'll be like, well, what do you, you know, because I don't know if you're at the radio station or you're at Ford, like, what are you doing? I have a job now. I work now. I work a full-time right. job. Here we go. I mean, do you understand that like you, you have the, um, that's amazing to me that up until your 49th year of life, you're right. You've never had a full-time job. Well, that's not entirely true, Donna. I think that you could certainly argue that doing morning radio in Atlanta is. Yes, but not a standard. 
like report to a building. Correct. And, and, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Does that make you, do you ever, I know you're not a looker backer, but do you ever look back and think, wow, it must have been tough on her, like to make that commute downtown? Who? Me. Yes. To Atlanta all Magazine all and like work all and all the time. Oh my gosh. She, she, I was the one that suggested you take Marta. I, I mapped that for And you. then during the pandemic, this one was going to work. Uh, what was I doing? Who, me? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm being you right now. Like, okay. what, you know, like, well, so. so what was I like, doing though? What was I doing? Is your point? You want to get to the fact that I did nothing during the pandemic, right? I did not say that. Well, but you've, you you have four. I did not say that. Okay. Back to this. So, um, okay. So those are some updates on that. Yeah. What else? Um, um, okay. We got rolled. Yes. On uh, Darren Jr. Senior War Week. Yes. You all were wondering what happened. And so here's what happened. That it was actually the night that we recorded the podcast Sunday night because it's the week of prom that they can do it. I kept looking out my window and looking. I almost I was trying to find some binoculars. But what I found, you're gonna die. I found this old in like this closet over here. I found this old Mickey Mini. Do you remember the little things that you used to put the um oh what were those things called? The slide. Yeah. And you do the choo choo on the yeah, side. It would show up on the wall, right? No, you no, put, you put your, your eyes, eyes through. Yes, 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 yes. So I found one of those and I thought, well, is this gonna be able to work? No. No. All I could see was Mickey's ass. So I like, but anyways, I was looking out the window and I'm like, I'm going. Get these people. I'm gonna get them. And Charlotte was so excited. She's like, Mom, I think we're going to get rolled. I'm, I've never been rolled. Yeah. Okay. So about 2.30, I see somebody going, I mean, across my yard. And I think it's a deer or something. And I'm like, what is that? And then I see this car pull up and they turn the lights off. And they were out there. Throwing these rolls at all. We have no trees. We have trees down at the bottom, but we don't have a lot. We have bushes in the front. Now they were coming up toward my crepe myrtle. And I was about to go out there with my hands on my hips and say, You better get off my property. Now, now, did it ever cross your mind to go out there and, and say, what, what the hell's going on? I did. I went to the door and I thought, You know what? Let them have fun. And I also thought, wow. Charlotte really wants to get rolled. And I knew they weren't going to be able to do that much damage because there was like a 10 minute window before Roscoe was going to start. Yep. barking like crazy. Yep. And when he started barking, this Gone. car comes out of nowhere, like Bo Duke. And these kids jump, they're a bunch of boys. They jump into the car and leave. Because Roscoe's kid is out of him. Yeah. Yep. So I thought it was really sweet. Um, our neighbor, not the mean one, um, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus came out, Jesus. him and his daughter, and helped Charlotte um, kind of clean up the toilet paper. That was very kind. Yes. And he was like, what happened to you? He was like, who did you make Matt? She said, I didn't. It's just junior, senior wars. Who all got to roll in the friend group? Everybody. Well, everybody. everybody. Right. My friend Melanie got rolled three times. Really? She said, I've left the toilet paper up. They should know. I said, here's the thing. If you get rolled once, can you continually get rolled? It's kind of like getting COVID. Well, if you get, you can, co if you get COVID once, can you keep getting it? Yes, yes. is the answer. Yes. Because Charlotte, I kept saying, can we take this toilet paper down because it's going to rain? No, we have to leave it up so they know we've gotten rolled. It's kind of like when during a during a flood or a hurricane, they go around to the homes and knock on the door, and if there's no live people in there, they put like a big black X on the building. What does that mean? Well, it means somebody's dead. Okay, well that's terrible. Inside the room, that inside seems, the house. That's very extreme. Yeah, well, it's similar, and in, in the analogy I think is somewhat similar. Okay, so there's that, um, and then and she did go out and roll someone. Well, you heard that live during the podcast. An episode. That's right. Last yes, Tuesday. she was leaving. She did go out. They rolled two houses. She told me one was a townhouse, and they didn't have not have any trees. Right, true. They don't. Um, okay, and then I have to follow up on the masters. Somebody gave me the actual masters math. I said it was eight hundred fifty k a day, 
it is actually 850000 an hour. Man. $65 million for the week. And the one thing we didn't touch on the other day is one of the reasons that they said the merch is so high, well, two things. When people go, they're not ever sure they're going to ever be back there again. So they're like, I'm spending, they said the average sale, average, now this is just the average sale, is $1,500. I thought you that big, green, fluffy, comfortable-looking master sweatshirt you can get there, you know? Like the green one with it's the, the yellow I bet it's more than that. Well, and the other thing is, you know, you can't take your phone into the master's. So people bring in like old-timey like receipts and napkins and stuff because all of their friends, and they stand in there and they're like, I need a... One XL, one, two, double XL, two mediums, because all their friends are going to Venmo money because they're like, can you get this? Can you get this? And I asked them when I said, is there a limit? And they said, no, there is no limit on what you can get. Now, we'll say this. There is a lot of master's merch that goes up on secondhand sites to sell. Why is that the case, do you think? Well, because it's so in demand. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get to the merch tent, would you not just well, rather Sure, but there's a, there's, a shelf life. there's a shelf life, right? And you see that with the Georgia Bulldog stuff. No, I don't think so with master stuff. Okay. I think it's pretty evergreen. So there's that. Okay. Uh, well, I want to say this about uh, the guy that won the uh, the Masters. We talked about him last episode. His name is, uh, what's his name, Donna? Kepka. Who? Kepka. Kopka. All right. So he opens a fortune cookie after eating Chinese back in 2003, I think. And the fortune cookie says, your talents will be recognized, and someday you'll be rewarded. Okay? How about that? All right? So he tweets a picture of the, the, the fortune cookie, and he says, he tweets, I'm going to win the Masters back in 2003. I love these types of things. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Isn't that fun? Well, we've talked about this previously. This is manifesting to the fullest degree. 2013 like, was here. 2013. When people, you know, we I think it was, I can't remember who it was, that Manifest out there that they're going to win, you know, I'm going to win a Grammy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, I'm going to open Radio City Music Hall. You know, I mean, like, I'm going to have a sold out show. You know, and there's, you know, Taylor Swift wrote in her little books when she was little. Like, I'm going to win a Grammy. Right. And, you know, people are like, okay, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time to go to bed, sweetheart. And, like, her, his his wife is probably like, okay, hold on to your fortune, you know, but let's get that going if we can. But, I mean, it's amazing. So that is that is manifesting to the highest level. If you could manifest anything right now, as we sit here recording this episode of the podcast, what would it be? That all of our kids would be happy and healthy and just on an even playing field. How about you? Uh, that I make it home in 15 minutes or less. Okay. Anyway. Shower traffic. Okay. Anyway, I was talking to someone, talking about kids real quick. Somebody said to me, you know, and I thought this was such a great analogy. They said, when your kids are older, you know, when they're young, it's just keeping them alive. Can they walk? Let's don't bust any teeth out. Please don't, you know, smear your poop on the wall, all this kind of stuff. You think it, it's just so easy as they get older. And someone said to me the other day, they said, they're never on the same playing field. You know? Because they're at least nine months apart, if not more. Well, and just in general, like as older adults, you think like, okay, this person's got a job, this person's in college, this person's doing great. So they're all, everything's going to be smooth sailing. And she said, it's like that. What's the little thing, the little Dutch boy where water pours out one hole? Like you get something plugged and you're like, okay, good. Everybody's good. Is the boat stable? Are we all good? Yes. And then damned if the boat doesn't start leaking with something else. And so you're just constantly trying to triage things. Right. You know? 
the biggest challenge for something like that is what? What do you mean? I'm trying to come up with some follow-up questions, Don, as we have a conversation. The biggest challenge to what? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't understand the question. Okay. All right. We're just going to move on then. We'll move on. To, to raising children, what do you think is the biggest challenge right the now? The biggest challenge right now, I think, is uh, kids that are, are, are um, handled with kid gloves and, and they're treated with uh, like they're, they're, they're royalty or something. And okay. We're talking about our kids, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll move on. Let's just move on. Still to come during this episode. Big reveal, Donna, about uh, your, what act would it be? We're going to say ninth. We're going to go with ninth act for Donna. It'll be my six. Well, if you add them all up. Right? You've had uh, Atlanta Magazine. You've had radio. You've had... Well, let's start from the beginning. Well, let's not do that. I don't okay. have to go all through all I've, nine, had, I've had PR. I've had... Right. I worked for an ad agency. I worked for a record company. You did? I worked for... Arbonne? That was a, that was a gig on the side. Okay. That was just fleecing people. Right. Okay. Um, and then I worked for... Uh, where did I work after that? Let's see. After the record thing. Oh, I worked in radio. Huh? And then I worked in radio. Yeah. And then I... Retired, came home, raised kids. Yeah, and I did a, kind of like a sponsorship thing on the side. And then I... Concert I business, concert promoter? Yes. And then I went to sell some print, print, print for Atlanta Magazine. And then I left there and I went to uh, sell for some arts books. Hell, where am I? I'm just exhausted. Now you retail. Yeah, what right? a mess. So you do them all. Okay, what about you? You've done one thing. Uh, well, two. Well, now more. A now lot, more. A lot yeah. Now, but but for the first forty-eight years of my life, or forty-five years of my life, I'd only done radio. That's the only thing I'd ever done. I my know. Entire life. And I kid you a lot, like about the whole, like, um, like we were talking earlier about a, a real job. But and you have had a a real job. However, uh-huh. there are very few people. I was thinking about the other day, like you. Like I almost had like a, a, a like I was like oh you know like how I reached out to you I'm like I hope you have a good day on your first day. It's going to be great. Right. Because there are very few people who have done just one thing, one industry, one thing. And I'm not talking about like I sold Ford cars. Okay, if you sold Ford cars, if if everything goes to hell in a handbasket with Ford, you can go sell Chevys. You know what I mean? This is totally different. Like one niche job. And I dare say radio is not even the same as if you've done TV. Because if you've done a ton of TV – you could probably go do some hosting. You could do, I don't know. You know what I mean? And you've done both. But I mean, very narrow driving lane that you had there. Well, and uh, I've been back at it for a year and a half. Yep. At uh, Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. Big old fat hairy bear, as I call it. I got a call about uh, three weeks ago from our vice president of program, Kevin Steele. I've known Kevin for years. We worked together at the former Kicks. Kevin was a legendary air personality. Here in Atlanta at the, uh, the the former Star 94 with uh, Steve and Vicky in the morning. Unbelievable. Kevin Steele middays, Craig Hunt afternoons, downtown Billy Brown, 7 to midnight. Oh, my God. Downtown remember, Billy remember, Brown. Remember, remember the Star was the station. It totally for was. For decades. Oh, my in gosh. In the city. Totally. Uh, Star, Kicks, and V. Yep. Were the top, were the three, the three getters. Uh, so Kevin calls about three weeks ago and he says, hey, uh, can we have a conversation? And I said, well, sure, boss. What, what are we going to talk about? Are you ready to go back to mornings? Mm, wow. Mm. I don't know about that one now. That's, that's coming out of the that's coming out of the clear blue skies, George Trace things. So I thought about it and we thought about it and we talked about it and we talked about it and, and and what would this look like? How would it affect everybody? How would it affect our other acts we have? Can we pull it off? Can we be successful? Can we have fun? Can we put out a very funny and engaging product in the form of a morning show? Can we produce great content? Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five 
mornings a week. Five mornings, 5.30 to 10. Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack. Mornings starting this Monday. You doing radio, Donna. That's crazy. How about that? Yeah, I'm 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 very, very, I'm very grateful and to Kevin and them for because I this is not something I do. It's not something I do. Even though we've sat and done it for I listened to the first podcast that we did and I was like, well, it was, ter- it was terrible. And I'm still terrible. I mean, my but problem not. my problem is I just don't I, I don't think I don't really have a great filter and I also have raging ADD if you listen to this podcast, so I'm all over the place. But but that can be good in radio. Yeah. Um, and I think you and I are very real. Um, and sometimes that doesn't sit well with everybody, you know, because we have opinions and sometimes our opinions don't line up for the most part they do. Um, but I think probably for me there, you know, I think sitting back and always watching you do morning drive, I know also what a toll it can take. Um, yes. getting up in the morning. And so I told you the other day, there's, you know, there's parts of me that worry about you stepping back into there, it. There are parts of me that worry about me stepping yeah. back into it. And so that, honestly, it's not whether we can be successful because everybody deems success a different way. I mean, you know, we are amazing business partners. We love working together. And I don't, I don't doubt that it would be successful. I just, I don't want it to get back into the same rat race because, you were so burnt out and stressed, but but here's the, the thing: it. it's a much smaller station. It's yes. a family-owned station. It's a locally-owned station. It is a station that the 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 people that live on the south side of Atlanta love and take possession of, and they're loyal and they love the big old fat hairy bear. I don't want to call it that. I do. All, that's my thing. Kind of like uh, I like it for it to be more like I look at it as like more of a teddy bear. No, no, it's a bear. He farts and, and smokes okay. cigars. No, oh, he does. He does. Burps. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba the bear, Bubba the bear here. <laughs> Kids play with matches. I mean, don't play with matches. Yeah, I don't, don't fire. I don't, I don't like that. See, we're already we're already in a. It's Bubba the Bear here. Yeah, we already don't agree. Bubba the Bear came out when uh, during Christmas parades back in twenty twenty two. We did like fourteen Christmas parades, and Bubba the Bear was there, and so I'd take the microphone because Bubba had a hat. You know, I've told the story before. Bubba had a, a damn bear head on him, you know, and and so he you couldn't get to his his mouth, and so I would be the voice of Bubba. I'd like turn my back towards him and get the. Bluetooth party speaker, you know, and the, the Bluetooth wireless mic, and I would be Bubba the Bear. Hey, kids, it's Bubba the Bear. Would y'all like some candy? This is where you shine because you love as much of a big-time radio personality as you were for 25 years. You actually love more of the small-town grassroots radio. Absolutely. Because you don't have to take things through 16 program directors. And you know what? If we want to say that we love – um Old Dominion and the Os- and Brothers Osborne and uh, Luke Combs and the station's not playing them. We can still say that. So it's a very different feel. Right. You can also lean in for this concept. You can also play what you want. You can play what you want. I do Caddy Stash about three days a week. And I've played everything from uh, The Legend of Woolly Swamp from Charlie Daniels to Conway Twitty, Hello Darling to um, I mean, you can, you can, you have to be able to justify why you played it. You can't just play a random rogue record from the 1960s. But if you can justify, say, this is why we did this, because here's one. It was in 1956, this week. The Atlanta Braves played their first game at Atlanta's Fulton County Stadium, okay, back in 1956. We achieved Nakahoma. So that would be a great uh, caddy stash. You could do uh, Tim McGraw. Like, what's it? Uh, I haven't seen Braves play a game all week, right? Oh, yeah. I like it. I love it. You could find songs that mention the Atlanta Braves in 98 Braves, a new song for or the, uh, an album cut for Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen, yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. 
We're gonna we're gonna do. Uh, I think get you all Fridays. We're gonna bring back can't be caddy. Seven twenty weekday morning. Seven twenty every weekday morning, just like for years and years and years, we spent that moment together. At seven twenty, we're gonna do that starting Monday. And you're going to come up with the questions and the answers and the categories uh, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I am. It's, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's, listen, it's a big <laughs> undertaking. It truly is. It is. And we have other jobs too. I we mean, again, jobs. so, um, but it's going to be fun. We hope that you guys will all join us. And here's the best part of this. It excludes no one because we know from people that reach out that we have podcast listeners all, not just in Georgia, not just on the South side, not on, not in Alpharetta. Everywhere we have, you know, we have people that listen in Virginia and we have people that listen in Texas and Denver and Phoenix and all this. And here's the best part. Nothing's changed. It's right. just an app that you download and listen for free, for free, search for, for the, free, search for the Bayer 925. Do this right now. Okay. So you can be with us this Monday, 530 AM Eastern till 10 AM Eastern Bayer 925 South Atlanta, but you can listen on the free bear app anytime. Download it now. Apple app store, Google play the bear 925 bear 925 is what you search for. And uh, join us on Monday for this uh, this new this new journey. It's going to be a lot of fun. I was I'm meeting with a lot of clients right now. I'm meeting with a lot of listeners, uh, just to uh, prepare for everything and and have a lot of conversations about what what would you like in a morning show? What do you expect in a morning show? What do you think you don't get when you yeah. listen to a morning show? And we're taking. Uh, and if you have suggestions, if you have thoughts, uh, reach out to us. I'll give you the number twice for the voicemail, a text line for the podcast. I'll, I'll call you back. We'll have a conversation about it. If you have a great idea, or you have just a seed of an idea. Uh, we'll take anything. We're going to, our, our hope is to reinvent the way morning radio is done. How are you going to do that? Just, uh, we're going to do things that have never been done before. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do things that uh, normally people would say, but wait a minute, that's not the way it's done. But who says that? Who said that? Who said that's not the way it's done that you have to do it this way? You're going to roll it back a little bit. Radio has got to be done this way. No, it doesn't. Radio can be just a, a moving, uh, just blueprint and you, you, you just have fun with it. You're engaging. You involve the listener. You, you have fun. Fun, silly fun. Yeah, please give us some grace in the beginning. <laughs> well, I think people were very kind when we started podcasting. I think, I, listen, I would certainly say that I think that the podcast is at a level that, uh, that you know, there's we have fun with it. But it's, I think it's a good product. And, and, and if we didn't think that, we wouldn't do it. No, and I want to be really clear here, too. We, you know, we kid on the podcast a lot, but it's not going to be, no one wants to listen. I've said this so many times. Um, there were many times when you were working at Kicks where it was bantered around with different people with us working together. But a lot of it was I was very successful in sales. You were very successful doing your thing. And there was not, there were some managers who had no desire to combine those two worlds. So we had always talked about at some point doing something. Um, but I always said this to you. I would not want to turn on a morning show and get in my car and listen to two married people arguing. Right. Just bickering. You know, bickering. You should probably get enough of that at home. You get enough of that at home and you're trying, but it will be real. And just like we are on the podcast, we, we play no roles here. He can be a massive pain in the ass. I'm just going to no, tell y'all. And I can be difficult. Um, and I don't like that about myself. And I'm, I'm OCD I'm and I've got my own things and I own all those too. But you know what? That's the beauty of life. And I think that's the thing that we will bring to the table is we're very real, just like we've had very real conversations, you know, on here on the podcast. The difference is it will be a little bit more interactive um, because you can call in immediately right. and that thing. But the other thing is the podcast isn't going anywhere. We have to have somewhere to house our dirty thoughts. And that is one thing you and I are both going to have to work very hard at to try to allow the bear to keep their FCC license because sometimes, and we're not proud of it, but that's what podcasting is about is kind of your unfiltered, you know, thoughts. Right. But when you, when you go from podcast to, to radio, radio to broadcast, you know, multiple times a day, sometimes 
you forget which one you're doing. Yeah, can't. For, I, I think I've had this. I think I've said this before that you can't forget which one you're doing. You can pretty much say what you want in a podcast. Radio, you can't. You really have to watch what you're saying. Radio. So start working on peeling back some of those f bombs you drop here. I know. I know that that's not good. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna have fun with it. And uh, here's what you do again: download the Bear app, the Bear Nine Two Five, the Bear Nine Two Five Apple App Store, Google Play's where you're gonna find it. And join us for this new journey, this new act on Monday. It's of the Jacks in the morning. Rise and shine. Wake up with the Jacks. We think. Yeah, I like it. We could have a jingle. Give us a jingle. Wake up with the Jacks. Um, let's see. Dance, 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 dance. Oh. What if we? What if it was that creepy little music? You know? Oh my gosh! You know when you were little and you would turn the little thing on the Jack in the Box? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like that. Okay, yeah. I tell you who writes jingles is uh, Greg Barnhill. Get, write that down. A have huge, him write a jingle. A huge uh, country singer songwriter, written huge hits. Is uh, he writes? I got singles. one. I've got the jingle. Okay. Okay. We can he, have a contest. He's right back. He's back. Well, I didn't go anywhere. Can I finish? In morning drive. He's back. He's back. Cadillac Jack. And somehow he's bringing her with him. Let's, let's, we can polish that up. That's, okay. That's but there's right something now. there. That's a turd. We can polish that there's up. A, right. There's a gem of something there. Okay. Something. Yeah. Something to write. Yeah. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. We are preparing for the Red, White, and Blue All-American Parking Lot Party. It's coming up soon in Gainesville. And you want to uh, make sure that you're there for, for, for free lunch and giveaways and great prices on furniture for every room in your house. Uh, most all of the stuff that I got, I came from Gallery Furniture and on a huge truck one day. Just And uh, I got to tell you. Did you help? No. I got to tell you. Mm. Of course I didn't. I got to tell you. Okay, what are you telling us? Well, just uh, Donna has some really cool, I, I, I call them accent pieces. And it's like, you know, if you're, if you're, if your uh, sectional is, is brown or tan, Plant a plant a bl- the bluest chair you've ever seen in your life in the middle of it all. You gotta have just, a pop and of just color. say, "Bam! Look at this." Yeah, a pop of color. Talk about this. Look at this and talk about it. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. All right, room for every great great prices and, and great quality and a lot of it, but uh, furniture for every room in your house. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Yeah, and we will um, be giving you the date soon on the parking lot party. But right now, what you need to be doing is getting your costume together. Yes. For the Wolfman Lookalike Contest. Because let me tell you who is getting their costume together. Shelby Brim. And she's bringing it. So if you want to take her down, you better be putting your stuff together right now. Because I guarantee you she's plotting her little outfit right now. Down to the gold tooth. Okay. And as for Donna, has some great prizes. I think yes. everybody won last year. Everybody won something. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's just a lot of fun. Come out. And this is just another great way for us to meet you. We've said this before. We would be, we would not constantly be, which we're very proud of, in the top 100 for entertainment um, on and news on this podcast if it weren't for our amazing pod peeps. And we want you to come out and meet us. And um, we want to meet you. And um, we want you to win some furniture. We want you to win stuff. Come on out and join us. We'll let you know uh, all the details soon. Be in the month of May. The third annual Red, White, Blue, All-American Parking Lot Party, Gallery Furniture, Ask for the Wolfman, and Ask for Donna. I want to, uh, real quick, how are we doing on time? Uh, I'm doing okay. I, w- I want to share a, a story about uh, a mentor in my life, but also my boss at Fable Ford. His name is Chris Chitwood. Uh, Chris used to listen to me when I did 7 to Midnight at the former Kicks. When I got here when I was 18, 19 years old, he, he worked on the Ford line at the Ford, Ford Assembly Plant with his dad. Um. Chris says before I even met him a year and a half ago and started endorsing as a spokesperson for Fable Ford, now I'm a full-time Valerie employee, uh, that, 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 that he felt like he knew me because of the time that he would listen when he was on the line at Ford in, in, in Hateful, Georgia. Working Saturday, this past Saturday, I'm sitting in my office, and I hear Chris Chitwood on the phone. 
He's a general manager of Fayetteville Ford. And I hear him say, ma'am, just calm down, calm down. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Just calm down. We're going to take care of all of this. We're going to get you to your mama's funeral. Well, I perk up. I don't perk up, but I mean, I, I, my curiosity at that point. is peaked. It's peaked because I'm like, what's, what's going on here? So I walk over towards Chris, who's at the tower on the showroom floor, which is where the general managers and sales managers are. And they're the ones doing the deals throughout the week. And certainly on a Saturday, it's crazy busy. He hangs up because he says to her, I'll be there in about 30 minutes. I'll bring you a car that you can drive to your mama's funeral. And he, hung, he hangs up, and I said, what's going on? And he said, come with me. I'm going to Sonoy, which is about a 30-minute ride from Fayetteville. There was a woman who purchased a vehicle from the pre-owned lot, and she'd had a little bit of trouble with it. Listen, it happens. All right, this is, you don't talk about transparency. Uh, yeah, this is transparent. Every now and then, you get one that gives you trouble, okay? You can't control some things. A lot of it you can. Some things you can't. Uh, this woman was on her way to her mama's funeral, and she broke down. Every penny that she had, she had given into that vehicle when she purchased it not too long ago. So Chris at Fable Ford, they also have a, 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 a what would you call it, an Achilles heel business? What do you call it? Like a, a Deep South record sales. Well, that's not an Achilles heel. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Well, what is it then? An addendum. An, yes. an addendum. Another company. Correct. Deep South. An Achilles heel is something that bothers you. Okay, it doesn't bother me at all. They make a lot of money. We okay. make a lot of money selling rollbacks, tow trucks and things. Uh, we have three dozen tow trucks on the ground. All right. So we hop in one. We go. He loads up like a... a, a, a Suzu or something takes it to Tammy Fable Ford company uh, customer Tammy who's in a car wash in Sonoy waiting for us. She would rolls the the car he brought for her off the truck, rolls hers on the truck, takes it back to the dealership. She's on her way to Mama's funeral with minutes to spare. Uh, she was just so thankful and so grateful. I can't imagine. And had such great conversations with Chitty. That's what I call them on the way there and on the way back. Just about why you do things like that. Why you do, you know, they were, we were slammed Saturday, Fable Ford. I mean, I bet we've had 16, 20 units on the board just in one day. He's a general manager. We were gone for 90 minutes. Yeah. But it was important to him because he said to me on the way back, he said, you know, Caddy, I would want someone to do the same. Oh, yeah. For my mom or for my wife, Bridget, or if I had a daughter for my daughter. And, and, and if I can do that for somebody's mom. Then I'm going to do it. It's and very it, sweet. It really was, but it, that's the kind of people that they are. You know. Do you know what's so crazy about the story too is that you left one thing out. Like um, Chris Chitwood worked for um, when you were at Kicks and worked with another automotive company. He worked for that automotive company. It's the only other. It's the only non-Ford place he's ever worked in his career. And both of us, you know, I worked on the sales end of it with another with the GM at the time, right. which he is now at, at Fayetteville Ford. And he was in commercial. Um, and, you know, we didn't really cross paths as much, but we did sometimes. And you didn't really either. But, I mean, you were endorsing them. But isn't it funny how people come and go into your lives? And, like, you know, you could have you could have passed by him and said, hello, you know, in commercial, just, you know, because you see him or whatever. Yeah, How's right. your day going or whatever? A hundred times, but have never really known him. Well, now he's such an important person in your life. Yes, a mentor and a friend. It's and so boss interesting, and, you know, and, and that's my thing. I always tell people like, you know, again, if you're a Buddha, if you're a whatever you are, whatever you believe in, things don't just happen randomly. You know, there's a reason why everybody's kind of put into your life. Come see me at Fable 4. We'll put you in a uh, put you in a Bronco, a Sport, or a full-size. Put you in an F-150. We got 16 F-150s delivered uh, Thursday of last week. Okay, how many cars have you sold? Like a quarter of a car or something. But that's not really what we're focusing on right now. No, I just wondered, like, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. It'd be, be going much better if you would call. Oh, and okay. And come down and buy Ford from yeah. me with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Fable Ford, FableFordGA.com. 
It's Cadillac Jacker, Angie, Angie Hopkins. We're, we're floor, floor partners, not as what they call them. What does that mean? For, well, it means that if she's busy with a customer, then, then I- Y'all aren't I, like swingers. Pardon? You're not like swingers. No, none of that going on at Fable Ford. No, okay. Nothing yeah. I'm aware of anyway. No. Okay. Um, but I mean, it sounds like you're like dance. Like, floor I mean, partner. I meant we, like we, a swing dancer. In automotive, you work the floor. I know. It sounds like a, a ballroom term. You know what I mean? It's, it's swing not, partners. You know what I mean? No, we're work partners. We're floor partners. That's what we do. I love that. It's nothing to do with swinging or ball dancing or anything. None of that. It, it's just we, we we work together. Yeah. And do paperwork together and things. That's I love that. It's very innocent, believe it or not. I, I'm sure. And her husband is a sales manager. Forward, so yes. Uh, Mark. So anyway, um, come see me. We'll put you in a, an escape, an edge, get you an expedition, get you uh, uh, an explore. A lot of ease in the Ford family, I've learned. Well, and, and Mark, tons of pre-owned. Yes. And, and, and even most of the pre-owned qualify for the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. Fable Ford. Fable Ford. Simply different. Adding... Uh, Two songs to the Spotify Hype Song playlist this episode. And Donna, we'll let you go first. So I've been just on this road with this Luke Combs, the new album. And um, I have to tell you, I could listen to Going, Going, Gone. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love that song. It Okay, you know, we're going to talk about on the next episode, we keep pushing it, but we'll do it on the next episode, just songs that mean so much to you. I don't know what it is about that song. I don't know. But man, it's got a hold on me right I now. I think my dad. Yeah. And for- I knew for probably, he released that song three years before dad passed. And I knew that that was going to be the song that I would listen to on a loop traveling from Atlanta to Asheville to see Dad. For the yeah, the whole, the roping in the wind. It's yeah. just, ah, man, yeah, what a good yeah. song. He's good. Um, but I, um, during the pandemic, Luke started doing um, those kind of just, they weren't really sessions. They were just kind of mini videos where he'd have his guitar. Sometimes he'd have someone else playing with him and he would do a lot of cover songs. And uh, Tracy Chapman. Yeah. I'm trying to get a spot here for the hook. Uh, let's go in a little bit. How about that? I hit it. We go cruising in the chain ourselves. Still ain't got a job. So I work in the market as a checkout girl. Think. You'll find a work in the market promoting a wheel. A shelter. Buy a bigger house. Dip in the sun. So I remember. Driving in your car. Speed. Sitting, playing, oh, it's in your outfit. Shoot. Okay. We're going to get a cease and desist. Yeah, let's stop. Pond's having jail and eyes right now. Okay. Let's stop. I love the way he didn't change, you know, check out girl. I love the way he didn't change anything on it. And I listened to this song so much when I was growing up. When I heard him singing the song, and there's this is something great. It's kind of like what I was talking about, the other song that Luke does. It's this soulfulness, and it's this, I don't know how to describe it. Like this song to me, I told you, it's such a moody vibe, but what I mean by that is just the lyrics of this song always with Tracy Chapman and this were kind of about like desperation, living in a small town, just trying to get out. And when I hear this song, I swear to you, I am driving around in my 40 XP. It's 1980 something. And all I'm thinking about is just getting out of damn Smyrna, Georgia. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, but I just want to get out. Not because it was horrible, just because that's what you want to do. And for Luke, he said the reason that he recorded, he chose this to record, is because um, it was one of the first songs that he ever remembers hearing riding around in the truck with his dad. And he said it made such an impression on him. Now, of course, he was five years old. I was like, you know, yeah, whatever, in high school. But um, he said, you know, he had that album on cassette tape, and the song has just always been a big part of my life, you know, ever since I can remember. And I just think it is just so good. 
I kind of, I want to tell you a little thing. I kind of feel a little bit bad because I have always been a Luke fan, but I kind of discounted him in the beginning as being another one of those kind of, not hat, but just big buckle type, you know, that right, right. Kind, everything was party, party, party. But I think that's fair. He has blown me away, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, he has roped me back in, just roping like the wind, like that song. I just um, am blown away. I'm blown away by this guy sometimes. Jeannie okay. lives in Peachtree City, Georgia. And she is so excited about winning Taylor Swift tickets with the Jacks in the morning. Oh, awesome. Next week that uh, I, I said, uh, tell me, tell me, Jenny, tell me your your daughter, Samantha's favorite Taylor Swift song. And we'll, we'll add it this episode to the Spotify Highs on playlist. Because Taylor's coming uh, two days, Mercedes-Benz Stadium to Atlanta. What are the states do we know? The 20, it's coming up. It's like coming up. Next weekend, I think. Uh, we're giving away tickets every morning next week, listening to the Bear 92.5 with the Jacks in the morning. Jacks in the morning. And, uh, Samantha's favorite Taylor Swift song is Cruel Summer. Oh, that's Did a good you one. think that that was a remake? I Until two days ago when I heard from mom, uh, Jenny, I thought that that was a remake for Taylor Swift. No, I knew it wasn't because I'm a big Swifty. From uh, Lover, I think, right? From the album Lover? Yes. Who had a song, Cruel Summer? Someone had a song called Cruel Summer. Um, it was, was Annie Lennox or something? It wasn't the Bangles. No, it was Cruel Summer. It's a cruel, cruel Summer. The Arrows World Tour hits Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Stadium next week. Win your tickets uh, 8 o'clock with Jackson morning next week. The Bear 95. Listen on the free Bear app. Search for the Bear 925. Two things about um, this Eros tour. The, the the Swifties are releasing new things that you're supposed to say. They they give people heads up on what they're supposed to yell out at certain points during the... Okay. During the, during the concert? Yeah. Okay. For different things. like, And it's these very specific things to each song. So I had someone tell me the other day, like, I really want to go see Taylor Swift, but I don't know that I'm in deep enough to like to be able to go. She wasn't like, I don't want to go. She's like, I'm just afraid. I'm going to be looking around. She's like, because she's my age. And she's like, you know a lot of like Taylor Swift songs. She goes, I like know some of them, like shake it off, shake it off, right, that right. kind of thing. She said, but I'm afraid I'm going to be looking around and all everybody's going to be crying and like emoting and knowing every, you know, word to every song. And I'm just going to kind of be like, eh. So I, do you think that, that does come up sometimes with concerts? Yeah, sure it does. Where like everybody knows the words and you're and like, you're, wait. You feel uncomfortable. Yeah, almost awkward. like you're like, I don't think I'm a big enough fan to be here. Um, are you not going to go? Are we not going to say it? Yes, we're going to go. Okay. Okay, do you know who sings Cruel Summer? Um, Bananarama. Yes. Okay, do you remember them? They were those three hot blonde girls in the overalls, and the painter's overalls. They looked like they were painters, what? but they weren't painting. What? Like, don't you remember on I MTV? Yep. What was it's another cool, hit Cruel summer. Hit? Yeah, and they were kind of like, uh, they were English. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this was good. Let me, uh, hang on, let me get it for you. Oh, that's good. Who, who are they again? The Bengals? Banana Ram. No, Bengals sang Manic Monday. Banana Ram. Get on the dance floor. No, I would get home from school every day and you turn on MTV, remember? Especially, okay, do you remember when spring break was going on? Yes, on the beach. And you just lay on your mama's couch because your mama was taking you down there. And all those kids were partying at like Club La Vila. And you were like, Shirts off. Beers up, shorts off. God. You try to go out in your backyard and like emulate it. Like get some of your mom's like Boone's Farm or your dad's Boone's Farm. And you're like, 
you get that okay you get that chair that you would lay i would lay in and it was kind of made out of that plastic pvc and it had the three sections do you know what i'm talking about yep. okay and you had to get your foot section down so you were constantly like doing this look watch me crank it up crank it down crank it up crank it down right. you know the the foot part right so it, that it, your feet weren't too high in the air because sure. there's the place for your back. Do you remember this? I do. There's like a woven woven chair with yes. three, three pieces, three three squares. And if you fell asleep on it, that plastic would make like burn marks, suntan marks yeah. on your thing. Yeah. Yes. And so I'd just get my chair and I'd go out in the back and I'd be like, go on your body. I'm, yes. And I'd have like a, def, a deflector thing that I'd put around me Sorry. that you're supposed to put in your car, but it would like help you get tanned. And I'd be laying out there in the teeny tiny bikini and I'd have some Boone's Farm and I'm like, chin and I'm I at swear. like Club La Vila. With like how old are you, dear? Nina Blackwood. How old are you? I, I was in high school. Golly. That's when everybody was going to Panama City, and I was just begging my mama to take me to. But that, you know, I didn't want to go with my mom to Panama City. But back, back then, you didn't just get in your car with your friends and head out on spring break. Like we took a senior trip, and I went to Daytona, and I remember one other time going on spring break. You, but, had, to be, you had to you had to be careful about planning and and buying and oh stashing your liquor. Just think about it now. Like, did we even have credit cards to check in places? No cell phones. Did we have Venmo? No, hell no. no. We probably had my daddy's BP gas card and like, I don't even know what. Where they have to run it like with the machine. It's not, not the digital machine, not the computer. Like, oh. oh my God. I'm just having a flashback. Okay. So my parents got my 40 XP like. They spent like, and I mean, back then, this was a lot of money. Like, I almost feel bad telling the story. They spent like three, $400 to get it like road ready for me to go on my senior trip, you know, down to Panama City. Or no, it was Daytona. Actually, it wasn't Panama City. It was Daytona. And I'll be damned if me and Kathy Ramey did not get so drunk on the first night going to some club that I jumped this curb because I'm sure I couldn't see. I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm not proud of this, people. This is not the way you need to live. If you're a child listening to this podcast, I'm not saying you need listen, to live like don't this. Don't listen to Aunt Donna. No, because this was back in the old days okay. where we didn't, right. things were different. You rode in the back of the station wagon without a seatbelt on. Correct. Your and so I'll never forget, we were going like 60 miles an hour. We went over a curb and I got two flat tires. And my parents had just paid to get my car done. And now I'm literally flashing back to like, I didn't call my mom. Like we got out Kathy's dad's triple A card and somehow pieced this together and made it happen. I bet Kathy had to like flash her boobs or something to get these tires fixed. It was two tires, two flat tires. And that's when I came back with a bumper sticker that said surf naked. Right. And my parents were just like, what happened to you down there? Because I got it at the Ron John surf shop. Swapping titty flashes for I did tires. I don't know. Tires. How low can you go? Well, they were low. We had to. Right. They were flat. How like my boobs are now. I mean, I can't imagine if I had to flash them now. I would, they'd be like, ma'am, wow. put those back in. Just Venmo is the money. Let's say. How did we get here? That's, that's it. I'll do audio credits. Let's do a big push for uh, Thursday's episode. What did we tease? Anything? If we didn't decide, we need to talk radio. Tease radio. Uh, well, we'll talk about Kenny Chesney. We'll talk about uh, uh, Kelsey. Yes, yep. Donna. Donna, you were in Birmingham, Alabama last week for the Kenny Chesney Kelsey Ballerini tour stop with special guests. Little Big Town, and I sent you a text, and I said, "Who died?" Didn't even know I was going. Who died? Because Little Big Town does. You know, they don't get uh, they, they they don't get invited to the party unless somebody's died, and they do the in memoriam portion. Well, that's not it's true. Pretty much, if you go back and count the performances, yes. So they popped in, surprised uh, Kenny and Kelsey. Uh, you were just as surprised. You got your tickets. So you found out you were going like at five o'clock. Dave's show. Yeah. 
and you send him pictures and video back to uh, the home office, and and you're literally sitting in Kenny's lap on the stage. I've, I've been close before. My this was God. out of control. My God. So I want to know, first of all, where did the tickets come from? That's my first question next episode. Where did the tickets come from? I'm curious like you can't imagine. We'll also, next episode, reveal some more details about our return, or not return, but hell, our, our, our launch of uh, Waking Up With You in the Morning on the Bear 92.5. It's the Jacks in the Morning. It starts this Monday, the 24th, 5.30 a.m. Eastern to 10 a.m. Eastern. If you're not in the Atlanta area, download the free app now. Do it today so you can join us on Monday for this new journey, this new act. And uh, we'll be spending uh, spending the morning. We're going to be waking up together. That's right. Waking up together. Five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then two podcasts, two, seven different, we're pushing out seven different pieces of content, on every week. That's a lot. It's a lot of us. Maybe too much. Okay, we'll, we'll address that at some point. Okay. All right, but uh, Monday, join us. We're fired up about it. Taylor Swift tickets every morning next week, 8 o'clock, with the Jacks in the morning. The Jacks in the morning. The Bear 92.5. Row. 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 That's Bubba. That's Bubba the Bear Dog. All right. All right, well, you, have, uh, you, you spoiled, I believe. You spoiled. So we're going we're gonna to check out audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from... Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, the Appen Podcast Network, Brothers Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Spent a lot of time with uh, Steve Mitchell this week on the phone and Zoom and in person and excited to have him on board for the, uh, the Jackson in the Morning syndication arm of, uh, of, of this project, which is uh, part of the big package, too. Okay. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. 